0: Yes, 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 what it do? This is episode 10 of the Crash Screens Podcast show. You ought to know who I be. I am your boy, YM, sitting in the studio. And uh, I just finished watching Squid Games on Netflix. It was a really good series, man. I had my doubts at, at first. But um, I decided to check it out. I just finished watching it. And uh, it was pretty dope, man. Um, good nine-episode series. Uh, Korean series it definitely was Dubbed over in English So um I'm gonna get into this man Got some spoiler alert so if you haven't seen it Um I guess I suggest you go check it out or skip This part um They play some games where they Um they're they're competing for money Um so It it all comes down to to winning These games for money um The best game to me was when They tried to figure out um which glass was tempered glass, and which glass was regular was regular glass? I guess going towards the end of the um end of the series, um, I thought it was pretty dope, man. The first game um was when the red guards just massacred everybody, um, red light green light. I think was the first game, and the red guards is when they when they figured out what what what, what was going on, and the guards just it's just I, I don't even think it was the guards. The motherfucker just started killing shit. Motherfucker just started dying and shit. Um, that would have been an out for me. That that would have been a, a completely fuck no for me. And once they gave me my out and they put me back into society, I would have went back. I just would have took my chances with with um with society. I, t- I would have took my chances with the Korean lottery. Fuck that. Um, but yes, yeah, definitely, it's definitely uh, worth the binge if you haven't seen it. I definitely think you should go uh, check it out. At no point did the actor slip up in this. Um, I think it kind of says some light on anime too, man, in a way. I think it make you want to kind of pay more attention to anime. I've never been a, a anime guy. Uh, I wasn't into, like, Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, Full Metal, Alchemist. I wasn't a guy to dress up in in blazing hair and go to these conventions. But I think it'll say some light on that. I think this will open doors for foreign country television, though, in the States. And, uh New music alert! Uh, Meek Millie, my boy Meek Millie dropped uh, "Expensive Pain." I kind of like this album. Um, it was pretty dope. The cover art was pretty um, was pretty colorful. I kind of like it. It's a different Meek Millie. Um, I like this track list. Um, he got some hot tracks hey, on there, like this home. with um, ASAP Ferg. So. It's not a bad. It's not a bad album. I like it. Like like I said, the A track, the uh, the ASAP fur feature was dope. The Moneybag Yo feature was dope. I feel like anytime you team up with Moneybag it's gonna be a hit. The track list is cool, but by no means is this album championships. This is. A, I feel like this is a, a more mature a mature meek um, i didn't hear any other flows on this album like how he usually go you know what i'm saying like 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 how he usually does on any other dream chasers like he just like he like he usually just be spitting to me man but um you know um i appreciate him for dropping something cuz it's been a while since he dropped but um it's still a good listen to my opinion so i i, I would i would still definitely check this out lil wayne and rich the kid did drop trust Find babies I think Lil Wayne is just getting bored now. That cover art was all right. Um, I kind of feel like Wayne is just running out of shit to do. You know, I think Lil Wayne is just getting older, sitting on his money. You know what I'm saying? I think he's just, you know, doing shit now. Lil Wayne is still Wayne on this shit. You know what I'm saying? Lil Wayne is just doing his thing, ripping shit, going through shit. Um, the album still got a few good tracks on it. It's still dope. I, would, I, I mean, it's not something that I would pop in and listen to. This is more of a young of a younger generation. You know what I'm saying? It still got it still got some it still got some hot tracks on there. Like I, I like admit it. It was okay. Buzzing was okay. Um headlock was okay. But I just kinda feel like music is kinda taking a turn. Like the OGs are teaming up with these with the um with these youngins a little bit, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. It's just taking it's just t- it's just taking a twist now, you know what I'm saying? So I mean I like it, but then again, I don't. I mean, I fuck with Wayne. Um, Risty Kid is still a dope is a dope artist. I fuck with Risty Kid. But uh, I would I still check this out. Uh, another thing on Netflix, before I forget, man, um, Dave Chappelle, the fucking goat, man. Shout out to Dave Chappelle, man. If I can just ask Dave Chappelle some questions, man. Dave Chappelle is a fucking goat, man. Ever since i seen Dave Chappelle on fucking um, uh, The Nerdist Professor, man, when he was Reggie. On uh Nerdy Professor Man, he's been on a run since then. Dave Chappelle uh latest special The Closer, yeah, uh, like I said, is also on fucking uh Netflix. He uh stirred the pot again, you know, Dave Chappelle just loves stirring the pot with the LGBTQ community. Um since, since I think since since Dave Chappelle earlier comedy, he's been like real controversial. You know, he's become real controversial with this shit, man. Like in and, and just society he's become like you know, just just know how to press that button, man. And it's cool. I love it. You know what I'm saying? I think it's like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes some of this shit can backfire, but sometimes, you know, I, lo- I love this shit. You know, I feel like after the Chappelle show, you know, he took that break from um, the Chappelle show. I think he went through like some changes. Dave Chappelle's become like a real brand. You know what I'm saying? He become like a real voice to, to say shit that we be wanting to say. Uh, I think he's become very experienced in TV since the Chappelle Show. Because in, in, in the Chappelle Show, you know he was just, he was still becoming of himself, but now he's like really concrete of who he is. I think I seen um, Chappelle when he came down in uh, in Jacksonville. I seen him live. We couldn't have our cell phones out. Um, we couldn't take pictures of none of that shit. And them niggas like, hey man, you see you with your cell phone, you are getting out of here and shit. But Dave Chappelle has really become like a, a beacon. For um, a voice, so to speak, and um, I kind of feel like he knows what and what not to say. Um, I think he, I think he's in a position to where he knows what power he has. You know, um, even even back, I think almost a year ago, when they said that, "Hey, Deja we're gonna pull all your shit off Netflix and you won't make a dime," or some shit. And so he reached out to um, to the public and was like, "Hey, don't don't support." Netflix, so I, mean, I think Dave Chappelle, you know, he's become so powerful, and um I don't know, I don't know if sometimes that can come back to haunt you, Um maybe he knows, or maybe he doesn't, but I don't think Dave Chappelle gives a shit anyway, you know, as a person, like, he's already said what he said, and I'm pretty sure once he signed his names on that dotted line to do a special, he's already gotten his money, and now they're calling to pull his show once again due to like his wild comments and jokes you know what i'm saying and it's like it's almost as if i know dave Chappelle. he's standing up um um, in his special the closer he was standing up for his um i don't want to give away um the show because i don't know if, if anybody out there seen it But he was standing up for his friend that he mentions in the show. And he was also, you know, taking up for the baby. And, you know, he's become so controversial that sometimes, you know, I feel like sometimes what you say can come back to haunt you. And sometimes you can be so, so what-ish. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you can be like, so what? Yeah, I said it. Fuck him. You know what I'm saying? And it's cool. And I love that about Dave Chappelle. But at some point, you kind of, kind of, you know be more like okay maybe I should tone it down just a little bit but I wouldn't want Dave Chappelle to tone it down because that's what I love about him I love his spirit that once he says it he's going to stand by it you know what I'm saying and for most people once you say certain things about certain communities or certain anything it's a wrap for you and I don't want to see that happen to Dave Chappelle because Dave Chappelle is like he 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 he's, he's that nigga for real. You know what I'm saying? And I would hate for one day that he's gonna run out of get out of jail passes. You know what I'm saying? Like every special that he drops, he uh he he gets away with it. You know what I'm saying? But if you look at certain people, like um like certain people, you know, once they say certain things about like like the baby you know once he said that shit it was damn near career ending for for the baby like it was damn near ending certain people like i remember um Kramer from um Jerry Seinfeld show he did a a, a stand up and he slipped up and said the n word and damn near ruined them you know what i'm saying and here here once again Dave Chappelle he's so controversial it's like repetitive for him to put out these specials and he's he's always saying certain things and which is cool. Like I love that. I love that about Dave Chappelle, but I just don't want certain things like that to come back to haunt him. You know what I'm saying? Cause we always, we've always had things that we say at one point and then maybe two, three, four, five five years from now, it's come back to haunt, haunt us, you know, um, Kevin Hart, um, fucking, it, it, it just so, it just so happens that every time we get ahead that, that our past has always come back to haunt us in in, in certain ways. Um, fucking R. Kelly. They get R. Kelly right now. The biggest, the biggest, the past has come back to haunt you case ever right now. The biggest. The past is going to come back and haunt you. It's crazy. R. Kelly was the Pod Piper of r 1st off, let's see what Pod Piper means. By Webster definition... Pod Piper, by Webster definition, is one that offers strong delusive enticement. A leader who makes irresponsible promises in lamest terms. In lamest terms, someone who's easy to follow, but have some bad intentions. That's what that's what Webster definition is. One that offers strong. But delusive enticement, uh, a leader who makes irresponsible promises, or like I said, in lamest terms, someone who is easy to follow but make bad intentions. That's what R. Kelly Robert um, is by 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 Western definition. R. Kelly discography is damn near a perfect discography. It's perfect, starting off with the the album Twelve Play that he had. He had Bump and Grind. Your body's calling. Um, it seems like you're ready. All those big hits when he first hit the scene. Um, I think early '90s. If you grew up in the um, in the '90s, you knew these. You knew these songs. You know what I'm saying? Moving right along to "Down Low." I believe I can fly. I think that was like the big hit for Space Jam. You know what I'm saying? And then you had like this big hit, uh, "Step in the Name of Love," where everybody got down to that. Like just a good move song, good feel song. It was just, just just like you provided, R. Kelly provided the vibe for a whole lot of people, man. You you provided the music that, that touched a whole lot of motherfuckers. And um, to see you in this spot to where your past is now coming back to haunt you. You see a lot of artists to where their past is now coming back to haunt them. You know what I'm saying? Um, the Bill Cosby situation um, is coming back to haunt you. You know what I'm saying? And I just don't want that to happen to to a lot of the great artists that are still standing now to come back to haunt them. You know what I'm saying? Because cancel culture is a motherfucker. Cancel culture these days is infectious. These motherfuckers, you say one thing and it's over for you. You know what I'm saying? It's a wrap. You you better be very, very careful because cancel culture is very very sensitive about what anybody say that has any type of influence today like they will cancel your ass immediately you know and um De chappelle is one of the fucking goats i would hate and, and, I, and i'm pretty sure he probably don't give a shit you know what i'm saying but you know i, I just hate to see that happen to where you know you know, your past come back to haunt you. Even in, even in mainstream society, let me just say this for the people that just listens. Your past will come back to fucking haunt you in any way that you do. Like, you may think that you're having fun ha- a while and doing perks and shit, drinking 22, 23 years, fucking years old. You know what I'm saying? It's cool at a point, but who knows what damages it does to you four, five, six, seven years from now. You know what I'm saying? Just to give you a little... Light example, you know what I'm saying on how your past can—I mean, just 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 being who you are today—in in in, in, a, in a negative way, you know, your past can can really come back to haunt you to to detour your future. Yeah, um, that's all I got. So, um, I still I still hope everybody's still out there being positive okay. and all that good stuff, man. And uh, this is this is episode ten of the Crash Screens podcast show i just hope everybody out there is to to just remember to stay sane stay in one place keep one foot in front of the other always move forward and um hey man let's keep doing what we do this is the crash screens podcast show